Hey everybody, welcome to a very special You Have to Watch This podcast. I'm Alan. And I'm Devin. And I love that you did that for an audio podcast. I absolutely did. <laughs> I did for those. Appreciate that. No, one's gonna, no one else is going to know what you did. Oh. I'm going to know. Um, it is just for you, Alan. Don't, t- yeah. don't you dare explain it. So, um, so we're starting something new on the show uh, that's going to go for about the next month and a half or so. Maybe two months because there's other stuff happening afterwards. But mm-hmm. we're going to do some episodes talking about Game of Thrones. And it's mostly going to be Devin and I. Ryan might sit yeah. in on a few. Ryan's not here tonight. Uh, he's got some grayscale he's dealing with that um, uh, he had to go to urgent care this morning. So uh, hopefully, good. hopefully the, the the masters will be able to the the masters will be able to heal him up and <laughs> get him back here in time for next week's premiere. But <laughs> yeah, uh, Devin and I are going to talk some Game of Thrones. Um, yeah. In, in case you've been living under a rock, the final season of Game of Thrones premieres. A week from now, like we're recording yeah. this on Sunday night, so in one week we'll be doing this again, talking about the premiere. So I'm so excited! Final season's coming out. It's six episodes, I believe. I think so, yeah. But they're going to be really long episodes, yeah, right? They're going to be. They're, they're going to be very. That's part of the part of what I wanted to talk about. Like the, the episodes this season are going to be almost feature length. Uh, the premiere is fifty-four minutes, but they're some of them get up to like an hour and a half. So. Wow. I mean, great. Cause I don't know when I heard it was only six episodes, I went, they have a lot of plot lines to wrap up and only six episodes to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I just finished a rewatch and like I fin- I binged the last two episodes of season seven last night. So it was North of the wall and then the finale and North of the wall is a long ass episode. Like it's, that's what the length of these episodes are going to be. It's going to be the longer ones. So, and it, it didn't feel like that one was, uh, one hour and 10 minutes. So 70 minutes long. It's, so it's around decent. the same time. Yeah. It's decent for a game of Thrones episode. Um, and yep. it, a lot happens in that episode. Like they're not wasting any more time. Like the first few seasons of this show were just like, okay, we're going to take our time getting everyone where they need to be. Like somebody leaves King, King's landing in episode two. They, they get to wherever somebody leaves Winterfell in episode two, they get yeah. to King's landing in episode four. Now right. it's like five minutes later where Daenerys goes from Dragonstone to North of the Wall to save everyone. We got to talk so, about that eventually. That's yeah. ah. Um, so yeah, that, that was one of the weird criticisms of the last se- season seven um, was just that everything was going by so fast. But I well, think, I mean, I think the first couple of seasons followed George R. R. Martin's books so closely and his books are not fast things. They're yeah. very slow. They're very methodical. They're very character, character driven. And then now they're like, and then they're here and then they're here. And now there's a nice dragon. And it's like, whoa, Game of Thrones. Hold on. And honestly, part of it, like rewatching it, like I started my rewatch back in August and just finished it last night because I took my time with it. I didn't want to rush it. Yeah. Um, but then like the last week was like, oh, shit, I need to finish season seven. Like I haven't even touched it yet. Um, like rewatching it, it felt a lot faster. Like maybe it's just because I didn't have to wait the period of time in between episodes, but things went a lot quicker than I remember them going. Sure. So maybe it's the, the lack of break. Yeah. And maybe it's also just knowing what's coming. Like when you don't know, maybe it drags it out a little bit more like, but no, but in, maybe I also have like a better idea of where everything is now. <laughs> Because right, I've been also watching that. this since the first season. So I know 
I finally know characters' names. Like it took like three watches of the whole show to understand who Varys is and right. um, Lord Baelish. Like I know everyone's names now. Like if you show me pictures, <laughs> I can take a BuzzFeed quiz and probably get pass with names. So. So how was watching it a second time around now that you knew what happened? Did you catch little things you didn't before? You're like, oh, my God, they hinted at that in like season one. Or is it like, oh, yeah, there's, what you think it is? there's a whole bunch of foreshadowing when it comes to um, Jon Snow's lineage. Um, really? Yeah, there, there's a lot of hints. Um, there's also like, there's a whole bunch of stuff mostly with that is what I picked up on because I know that stuff. Yeah. But also just knowing characters names and how people are connected like Morma mm-hmm. like I understand that the little girl who's a badass from Bear Island is Jorah's like niece or something right so like I understand the family connections now and all the sigils and um that's cool but yeah mostly it was just like foreshadowing like little hints about what's ha- gonna come in the story yeah um especially around the red wedding. Like that's when I noticed it the most, like just understanding who's getting married and what their connection is to everyone. But um, yeah, we'll get back into foreshadowing when we make our predictions for the final season. Good. So Devin, when did you start watching game of Thrones? So I'm annoying and I'm going to be annoying and bear with me for like eight seconds. I uh, started reading the books and being vehemently opposed to anything that had to do with the TV show. Okay. So uh, basically what happened is I had one of my, like, one of my friends was reading Game of Thrones, like the very first book I saw him reading and went, Oh, have the, have the dwarves attacked the elves in the elven shire yet? And he went, that's not that kind of fantasy. It's a whole other thing. And I went, sure. Fantasy sucks. And then like one of my friends like forced me to watch the first episode of this. And I went, okay, well I have to be shitty about this still. So, cause I really liked the first episode and the shittiest thing I could think was to be the guy that loved the books, but couldn't stand the TV show. So I read the books and I loved the books and I read all four books, five books, five, what, five books. And then the TV show just kept going and I had to watch the TV show. Damn it. I really like the TV show now. So I'm gonna be honest. I've never seen game of Thrones season two. Okay. I just know what's happening because I picked it up and went, okay, that person is Daenerys. That person is Jon Snow. There's the hound. There's the mountain. Got it. And like, just like went from there. And uh, yeah, that's, that's my like history of Game of Thrones. Uh, what about you, Alan? I, I started watching uh, first season because that was around the time HBO Go came out. So I was like, oh yeah, yeah. I'm going to use my parents' login because I still <laughs> am a dependent technically. So it's illegal. <laughs> Um, so I started watching, like, that was one of the first things I started watching. It was Game of Thrones, and then I did a Star Trek movie marathon, like, all of the Star Trek Ooh. movies, like, from motion picture up to first contact, because after that, nothing counts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a lot more humpback whales in that than yeah. Game of Thrones. At the old computer. Um, <laughs> Good. Um, okay, so... You never watched season two. Never watched season two. Never watched season three. Um, okay. I, it's, it was a battle of Blackwater. I've never seen like depicted in film. And someone's like, you got to watch it. And I'm like, nah, I know what happens. Uh, okay. I'll, I will send you a link to a video. Um, Cinema Science okay. did a branch yeah. off called TV Sense, And they're going through oh. and doing select episodes of Game of Thrones. They just did Blackwater. Oh, shit. So I'll have to send you that just so you can see Good. it. Because it, it, it sums it up pretty well. Um, Good. 
Okay. So, so how do you feel on the series? As a, So one of the big criticisms that I hear from some people is that once the TV show gets away from where the books ended, it turns into a whole other thing. And I may be on one side or the other, but don't want to influence your opinion. Alan, how do you feel? I mean, from the get-go of the show, the only reason the creators of the show were able to do the show and got the rights was because Martin asked them, what, who are Jon Snow's parents? And they answered correctly. Fucking great question, by the way. So like, since they were able to figure, figure it out from the context clues of the books that were out at the time, they, they've known where this show was going. So yeah. they, they knew where his storyline was going. They knew where the Song of Fire and Ice was going to end. So once they got yeah. away from the books, they had to take their own path. Like I'm sure George R. R. Martin is helping them. Um, but they have a lot of creative liberty. And I think that's part of the reason the show is kind of sped up in pace. Yeah. Um, and I definitely enjoy that. Like the last two seasons of the show are my favorite. Like once you Interesting. Get, okay. Once all the pieces are together, everyone knows who everyone is. People who have never interacted before but have heard of each other are meeting for the first time. Like, yeah. uh, like Jon Snow and Jorah talking on their way north to get the white walker about the, about the sword um, yeah and just like the, the mountain talking about talking to um tormund about brianna, brianna tarth he's like yeah you, you've laid with brianna tarth is like not yet <laughs> like <laughs> that whole scene like, like you don't like if it wasn't for all like the past six seasons of build-up you wouldn't get that payoff and i feel like we're just in payoff territory at this point Yes. And I, I completely agree. I don't know how much I like payoff territory if it borders on fan service, though, because what it almost feels like is that books end and then they go, all right, look, we've tortured you long enough. Here's what you want. Here's an ice dragon. Here's all these cool things that I know fan service wants. I mean, I think there's like they can get away with the fan service because when he he will finish the books, I hope. Right. When he finishes the so books, too. he's going to be able to do it his way. And not lean as heavily on the fan service, but as much as mm. as much as there is fan service of these characters getting to know each other and it's fun and I laugh and I enjoy it, you still get those those heartbreaking moments of oh hey that dragon's dead, right? Like, and it's a nice dragon now, so everyone's fucked. Like it's yeah, like you need to. It's like building the Avengers, like everyone's yeah. coming together to against this giant threat, and enemies are become allies and then Cersei's off by her own being a bitch. Um, so. All right. Yeah. So, and, and that's the one thing I do want to be clear about is I'm never going to be strictly a book enthusiast. Like I loved the books, but I will never sit here and go, no, it's not in the book. So it's not worth talking about. Cause I don't care. The books do a lot of shitty things too. Like Catelyn comes back for some fucking reason in the books. I don't love that. Yeah. So like, I don't think the books are these like perfect things. I just know there are differences and can like, talk about them sometimes yeah i mean i wish that the books were finished and kept up with the show like i wish that yeah. would that wish like in a perfect world that's what would have happened but that's not the world we're living in um and it that sucks but i'm sure that they have outlines of what was supposed to happen and yeah i mean i was told they know in broad strokes how george rr R. martin wants it to end and that they're going to stay true to that in broad strokes yeah so once those books come out, I will probably read those. Um, Great. It's one of those things where I'll probably just 
start reading the books after the show ends just sure. so I know. Cause I, cause it, like it, at a certain point it's like, okay, this is one interpretation of this. And then this is another one. So it's the same story, yeah. but just two different paths. And it's like a choose your own adventure. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. And I'm still going to read the books, even though like the show, like, even if, I mean, let's be honest, I'll probably do the next book after the show is over, but I feel like now there's so much pressure on him to be different because people know the story now and they're not going to be like, well, I just want to read what I put down. I think they're going to, he has this pressure to be unique now with the characters and setting, which is interesting because I, I want to know what happens with that. Cause if that is the case, where does it go? Like, what does he do different? Yes. Right. So, well, I mean, I think in the books, Brianna's your Brianna Tarth is dead now. Oh, really? Or at least it's at least strongly hinted because like Catelyn like finds her again is like, you didn't fulfill your oath to me and like hangs her. And the last like part that she has is she like screams sapphires as she's being hung. And like, it's open ended enough that in the next book, if he goes and then she cut her down and she's fine and they're friends again, I get it. But also they left it on enough of an ambiguous ending that I could be like, yeah, she's dead. Podrick just pulls out his dick and cuts down the branch. <laughs> Podrick is the best character in the world. Is Throwing he, that out there. Is he the best in the books? No, they no. make him a little shit in the books. Okay. Yeah. No, he, he, he'll he probably end up winning the Game of Thrones. I hope he does. He deserves it. Um. Okay. So while we're on this topic, we've never really talked about this that much. Okay. Uh, I just know we're both excited for it. Who do you want to win the Game of Thrones? Who oh, you, man. Who, so who, who I want to win and who will win are two different people. Do we care? Uh, tell me both. I think that it's going to end up being Jon Snow and Daenerys Tar- Targaryen or all the Targaryens. It'll be their baby. That's okay. who's going to be it. I want it to be Varys so bad. Okay. That's a good I answer. just I love I think it's I think it's funny. It's just a cool like you're sitting up like hmm like all like looking all judgmental at everyone. That's what I want. I, and now I want that too. Right. Um right. Oh, so tell me yours. Who do you I, I in, def- do you I, think is different than who it is? I definitely want John and Daenerys to win it. What okay. I think will happen is they will win it mm-hmm. and break the wheel and destroy the throne and bring harmony to the seven kingdoms. And do you think the act of destroying the throne is enough to bring the harmony? I, I think the act of defeating the white walkers is enough to bring the harmony, protecting the realm. I think, and I think I want Tyrion to be there too, because there's a, the whole um, prophecy of the three headed dragon. Oh, right. There is. I forgot about that. And I'm also a, I'm going to get into the fan theories a little bit now. I'm a big fan of yeah. the, the theory that Tyrion is a Targaryen. Yes. Have you have you heard this theory? I have, okay. and I I, I subscribe it, to it as well. It, in summary, for anyone listening who hasn't heard this, the theory is um, Tyrion's mother was raped by the Mad King, and then gave birth to Tyrion and died in childbirth because the Targaryen blood line is like really hard to give birth to, which is also yeah. why like John's mom died. Mm-hmm. So I, I definitely buy that theory. Like I really want that it, to happen. Yeah. Like, it ties I, enough together. I think like up until like the end of last season, I wanted the three of them to each have a dragon. 
Right. Oh my gosh. But what if it was like the what if it's like the White Walker though? Like what if he was like a dead Targaryen? How would you feel about that uh, if it if it was that? I like that a little bit more than its Bran. I like that so much more. Is it supposed to be Bran? The, there's that's one of the theories out there is that Bran is the is the Night King. No, thank you. Sorry. Yeah. I don't know. All right. Can we be real about Bran for a second? I don't sure. love his storyline. I like that they've backed off on it a lot. Yes. Um, because like they they, they kind of stopped doing it for a bit. Like he he stopped going into like the past and all of that. Yeah. And then like you forget about it, and then they have that scene with a uh, little finger. Oh yeah. Where he just tells him everything that he said. Nobody was there. And I was like, Yeah. You pulled a knife on our father. He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so, you, you can time right, travel. Then, yeah, and I feel like now they don't have anywhere else to go with him though. Like. He did the uncovering the Targaryen thing. He did the the little finger thing. Like, what else is he going to do now? I think another thing that he does, kind of like he did with H- Hodor, uh, I think he goes back and talks to the Mad King. I think he's part of the reason the Mad King goes mad because he hears voices. And I think it's brand Interesting. Huh. All right. I like that a lot. I hope that happens. That, that, that's one thing I want to see from this season is m- more time travel fuckery but not to the point where he's the night King. Right. Um, I, I, I like that the, the idea that Bran is all the brands, all the Brandons, like Bran, yeah. the, Bran the builder. I like that a lot because. I oh, think, that's a theory. Yeah, that is a theory. Like he built the wall. That's kind of sick. I like that. Yeah. I don't like that. He's the night King, but I like that. He's the one who built the wall. Yeah. So. Um, aren't they doing a spinoff series that takes place during the mad King or am I getting my, they are doing several spinoff series. The first Weird. one is going going to be before the Targaryens, before the Starks, like thousands of years before Westeros as we know it. Interesting. That's cool because yeah. there is a lot of story to be had there. There is. Because they, they talk a lot about them, like the children of the forest, the people that became the White Walkers. Like that's interesting. Yeah, I, I'm interested to see what the show is going to be. HBO has a lot of shows on the burner that um, – I don't know what they're going to be like. That's a spinoff. They have this, um, Sopranos spinoff movie. Like they have like weird stuff coming. So they have the Watchmen show. Have you seen about, heard about this? I have, and I'm so excited. I love the Watchmen. The fact that it's Damon Lindelof, like going back to Lost, like that makes me excited. But after after watching the leftovers, I'm like, hell yeah, give me any, like just take my money. Yes. So I can't wait. Um, yeah. All right. So, um, I have a list from Forbes magazine of the top eight predictions of Game of Thrones for season eight. Do you want to get into this? Let's get into it. Let's see what, right, they, let's do let's it. See, let's see what they say. All right. Prediction number one, Jamie will die a martyr. Um, maybe I definitely, when it comes to Jamie, the only thing I know for sure, like the only thing that I think will happen with him besides him going north, because that's where he's going yeah. at the end of the season. The only thing I know that will happen with him is that like, uh, I think will happen. I think he's going to kill his sister. That's what I want. That's where yeah. I was going to go with it. I think they're both going to die together, though. I think it's going to be one of those like poetic moments. And it almost has to be like at the beginning of everything, because like right now is literally just her against everyone else. Yeah. Like. It's this weird three-sided war that's like not even three-sided. Yeah, it like it's weird because 
going back to like the very first episode that re- those two characters, Jamie and Cersei are what got me like to watch the next one. Yes. Like, that absolutely. That Bran up, with Bran in the window. Yeah. Like that's definitely like what got me into the show. I was like, okay, this is fine. And then that happens. Like what the shit? Like I had no yeah. clue what to expect from the show. I was like, if they're going to do that in the first episode, damn. Mm-hmm. So, right. Yeah. Like, so like that, that whole relationship has been like very core to the show. So I really want to see what the payoff is there. So, right. Well, and then the next theory I actually piggybacks off of that is Sarah C will almost drive humanity to extinction. I, I buy that. Like, you I buy think, that? I don't I, know if I buy that. I think her ho- holding her forces back in the South is going to hurt them. Yeah. Um, I don't think the battle of Winterfell took 53 days to shoot for, for no reason. I think it's going to get bad and ugly. So I hope so. That, I, and I, the worst part about that is I know when that episode airs and that's going to be a rough weekend because it's the weekend of Endgame. Oh no. So between, between game of Thrones and Avengers Endgames, a Starks or multiple Starks are going to die. <laughs> yeah, how many, how many Starks do you think will be left? I think one. Um, I don't know. I, I don't, I want the, the three star kids to live. I don't think Sansa is going to live. I don't think, I don't think she makes it the whole way through the season. If in a world where she dies, I want her to die killing Cersei. Okay. I don't hate that. Cause that would, that would do a good job of tying up her storyline. All right. Here's a question. Who's the best person to kill Cersei then? Because everyone's got a fucking reason for it. Oh. I still think it's Jamie. I think that they started everything together. I think that they're twins. I think they had that yeah. connection. I think it makes the most thematic sense. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Or her. Yeah, I think he's the best. I think Sansa's a close second. I don't. I mm-hmm. think Tyrion's very low on that list. Okay. Um, and then because, that brings me to another. Uh, according to George R. R. Martin's wife, he cannot kill Arya Stark. He just can't. He's not allowed to. Something. Something. They'll divorce. Does yeah. the show, you think the show will follow the same rules and keep her around the whole time? I hope so. Yeah. I think she's gone through enough training and knows enough that she's able to defend herself and survive. Mm-hmm. It might be, might not be with everyone else, but I think she'll, uh, I think she'll live on. Okay. Yeah. I can get behind that. Yeah. I can see her being right. part of the king or queen's guard when all of it, all this is said and done. Oh, that would be cool. I like that ending for her a lot. Yeah. All right. So the next one is Jon Snow won't escape death. Because he's technically dead now, right? Like he's just uh, he's basically like a zombie, like a White Walker, but for the sun god. I mean, the Brotherhood brought back that the eye patch guy yeah. several times. I wouldn't, like, count, right. I wouldn't count them as I wouldn't count the two of them as zombies, though. I would just say okay. that they, they've got a new lease on life. Like <laughs> at the end of when they're on the island surrounded by all the walkers in the ice, the hound turns to the guy from the brotherhood who I don't know his name. Like that's one side character. Like, he was in like five episodes. I'm not learning his name, Yeah, but yeah. the hound turns and was like, you, you're, you're on your last life now. So like, oh. I think that's a life. Like, I think it's not that they're zombies, but I think, they can't cheat death anymore because the guy who was bringing them back is dead. So, yeah. um, you got Melisandre around somewhere. 
Um, yeah, where is she now at the end of the season? Where did she? She, end up? she left Westeros, but she said to Varys mm-hmm. when Jon Snow arrived at Dragonstone, "I'm leaving, but I have to come. I will be back because I have to die in Westeros." So she's going to be back. She has to die. She's yeah. going to die. That, like I, yeah. That's one death that I know is coming. Um, and she right. might, she might die bringing back Jon Snow. Who knows? That would be neat. That would. All right. Next one is Daenerys will survive everything. I completely buy that. Do you? Yeah. I. She can't die in fire. We know that. Right. Um. Short of, and if she does get. If she does, if she does die, it's going to be by an arrow, because they've hinted at that multiple times now. Yeah. Um. All right. So my sadistic heart doesn't want her to survive everything in the same way that I was happy to see Ned Stark die at the begin at the end of season one, which means that was the moment where I went, Holy shit. Anything can happen in this, in this series. And for a while it hasn't really felt like that. Yeah. Like I haven't had that same, like, Oh no. So like if Daenerys dies, like episode one of this next season, like, That'll give me that same kind of like, I don't know what's going to happen. That reminds me. Have you seen um, Macy Williams who plays Arya Stark was, Stark was on Jim, Jimmy Fallon last week? Did yes, you see and this? it was wonderful. Uh, she went on and was talking about like her character's path in Game of Thrones. And um, like in the new season, she dies in the second episode. And then she just got really quiet. She's like, I shouldn't have said that. I've said too much. And she like yep. got really freaked out. And then it, the whole thing turned out to be an April Fool's joke that they were pulling on the audience, but yeah. like, she got really into it. Like, she, damn, oh, yeah, like that She's was a good actress, though. Um, and like you could tell that the audience was like, "I guess we can't say anything about this. We don't want to get this poor girl in trouble." Like, yeah, I, they like had it was so awkward in the like you could feel the awkward tension in the audience. But then again, like if that if something like that did happen and somebody started tweeting, hey, I was just at the Tonight Show taping and Arya Stark yeah. dies and say, the people are going to be like, no, like that's not going right. to happen. No one's going to believe that. Like that's not how things get leaked. Episodes get hacked and then leaked. Like that's what people believe. Not like I was in the audience at the Tonight Show at Rockefeller Center. and Right, exactly. Um, all right, so next prediction is Tormund and Brienne will be granted a happy ending. I hope so for Torin. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to happen because of Brienne. <laughs> no, I think I'm this. I don't know. If Bri- I don't think Brienne's going to get a happy ending. I just don't. And part of it is because I gave away that little thing about the books. So I think that something will happen to her and like the showrunners will be fine with it from an overarching standpoint. I think that like she'll die in battle or something like that. And she'll, that'll just be okay. She'll either die. This is what I, this is my prediction for Brianna Tarth. Okay. She Ready. will go to sacrifice herself to protect, protect one of the Stark girls. Oh, I like that. But instead, Jamie takes a sacrifice. Ooh. Jamie steps in and oh. sa- saves her. And maybe she doesn't have to sacrifice herself. Maybe they both live then, but Jamie steps in and saves the day. Oh, right in the fucking feels, dude. I like that a lot. He, he just walks in and slaps a white walker with his brass hand. Boom. Oh man. That would be so cool. Does Jamie get an obsidian hand this season? Cause he should. Oh, that would be awesome. Like a dagger. That hand. Would be, yeah. Like he, he just, that like, would be cool. he's like, um, 
Jason Patrick in Terminator 2. Like he's just yes. like <laughs> stabbing White Walkers. Driving him. I would be so helpful. I want it. Yeah, I, I want him to get a dragon glass hand. Absolutely. All right, next one. Aria will provide a face swap plot twist. I don't, at this point in the game, when they're fighting the White Walkers, I don't know what the point of that would be. Yeah, so this part of the list, and I read ahead a little bit, is where I start disagreeing with Forbes a lot. I think that that's, I think, I think you're right that it doesn't make any sense. And I think that, like, it's just actually like a vague thing. Where, like, Aria's just like, it's me. Like, I don't know. I don't, I don't love that prediction at all. Sorry, Forbes, try harder. Yeah, I don't see, of all the things that they've brought up in the show, I don't see that one mm-hmm. coming back as a big thing. I can see it coming mm-hmm. back as like a little thing, but yeah. the fact that they didn't even use that when they were deceiving Littlefinger is, right. makes me think that right. it's, it's not something that's going to happen. But like, I, I think, think it's a tool for her and not a plot twist device. And I think I like that use of it. Yeah, I think there are things in the show that they have brought up and played minor parts in character arcs that will come back. Yeah. Like grayscale. I think grayscale will have a part to play. Interesting. Um, Cause I've read a theory about that. Like I read a headline of a theory. I didn't actually read the theory. But I was like, Oh, that'd be interesting. And then what I had a headline. It was just that what grayscale will mean for the final season of game of Thrones. Like, oh. it, it's, it's the, you don't show a gun. You don't show a gun on the table unless you're going to use the gun. In, in, in a movie, it. like it's, it's it's that whole thing. Um, yeah. So I was like, oh, that that makes sense. Like that could come back. Maybe that's how they defeat the White Walkers, or something. Yeah. But just reading that headline and starting thinking about it a little bit, I had a lucid dream about it. What? So yeah. Um, you you were at my my parents' house. Oh yeah. We went to high school together. For anyone who yeah. is just listening to the Game of Thrones episodes. Um. <laughs> So I had a lucid dream that my parents' backyard was Winterfell. Yes. And that playhouse that we had was the castle. Uh And I'm in the middle of the Battle of Winterfell. And at one point, Jor rides off to King's Landing to get Cersei with Grayscale. And then Ah. comes back, um, like being chased by the, the stone men. Like, so like they, they all came in and like started yeah. attacking too. And then I woke up, but I was like, that's the weirdest dream I've had in a long time. Yeah. But that's it was, cool, it was crazy. Like dragons are flying around my parents' house. It was crazy. Um, oh man. I don't know if I was on like cough medicine or what, but it was messed up. But I, I was like, yeah, maybe grayscale. Maybe I'm just hallucinating, but. We'll Either way, it. I loved it. Either yeah. way, you need to have more of those. Yes, I do. All right. Next one is, and I hate this one, but I kind of get it. Sansa will betray the family somehow. I mean, I think they played a lot into that a lot in the end of the last season. And then mm-hmm. with the reveal that she didn't, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to go that route again. I think that's... They have, yeah. they I have think to stop it. It's been done. I don't think it's going to happen again. So... I think at most, and I, I think I, I haven't read like their justification or anything like that. I think we maybe come from is Cersei dies and Sansa goes, okay, now I'm queen. And then everyone goes, oh, now we have to deal with this. But like, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't. 
Yeah, I I don't see how it would happen unless she just betrays John and somehow. But with everything at stake, mm-hmm. I, I don't think it'll happen. Because yeah. I do I do get from like the trailer that I see I th- see that she's hesitant to bend the knee to Daenerys. Yeah. So I I don't know. I think there's going to be tension there. I don't think it's going to be enough that she betrays the Starks. Yeah. Uh, fun side note about Sophie Turner. Oh yeah. Um, I know this isn't a big deal to you because you live in LA, but the Jonas Brothers had a surprise concert in State College on Friday night. What? Yeah. And, no way. And Sir, Sophie Turner was with them. Aww. Um, so they were at this bar that used to be the old Applebee's. Oh no, the old yeah. Chili's downtown. Like uh-huh. that's a huge sports bar now and like a club. And so the Jonas Brothers did a concert there, and there's video of Sophie Turner like in, in this the, the risers like. VIP seating and the whole crowd of Penn state students are just chanting lady Stark. Yes. So like I was watching everything like the Penn state football coach came out and introduced the Jonas brothers. Like let's show them how Penn state parties It's like, wow, that place has changed so much since I went to school there. Like that's crazy that the football coach is like introducing a pop band from Disney channel. Like it's just yeah, so that's crazy. Weird. Yeah. That's fun though. Yeah. I also, uh, my other favorite fact about Sophie Turner is her sausage review Instagram. Uh, she had one and doesn't keep up with it and it's a shame, but it's an Instagram where she eats sausage and reviews it for you. Oh, what's it called? Sophie's sausage review. Uh, sausage reviews. I am. Fo- the, the podcast is following that right now. Good. Cause she needs to start posting more. Sophie Turner, if you're listening to the podcast, cause I know you are keep reviewing sausages. I appreciate your outlook. All right. So last last plot is something we touched or last prediction is something we touched on a little bit. And I think they're wholeheartedly wrong. Bran won't do anything. I mean, I, yeah, I think he's going to do something. I think that, yeah, I think they, they think he's out for the season. They think what I thought before we had the conversation, I'm like, well, his plot line's over. Yeah, I don't know if it's over. I think he you don't make him the three eyed raven without some payoff. Right. Something big is going. Something big is going to happen for every character that we've gotten to know over these last few seasons. Right. So there's going to be a big payoff for Bran, Tyrion, uh, Varys. Everyone gets a payoff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I don't. Him doing nothing makes no sense. John yeah, Snow. John Snow knowing nothing that makes sense. But ah. <laughs> I want that to be how like to play into the finale somehow where like if he had only known this thing, that would be funny. I mean, he doesn't know his lineage. He does now, though. Does he? He doesn't. That's right. He doesn't, does he? Sam and Bran were like, we should tell John. And they just cut to him having sex with his aunt. <laughs> Do you think? All right. So we have a friend and I'm not going to tell who the friend is um, who is really mad about that ending because it was i mean obviously because it was incest but was mad about it because up until that point everyone went game of thrones incest ew and then that was the one where game of thrones was like eh, now it's okay suddenly did you get that same vibe i feel like our friend forced it and then it made me feel weird about it um <laughs> so when it comes to them having sex it's weird like if you don't pay that much attention to the show the mm-hmm. The incest there 
is just kind of like the Lannister one. But if you pay attention to the fact that the Targaryen bloodline is so inbred that like if you're not of pure Targaryen blood, you die in childbirth, which is what yeah. happened to John's mom. And so I, I feel like in this fictional world, it's okay yeah. for them to do it. Because that's just what the fat family does. Like that's what the family does. It's just their thing. They're that royal yeah. family that does that. I mean, didn't other royal families in the real world do that? Like George R. R. Martin isn't just some fucking creep. that's like, ah, and then a brother and sister. Like that's no, been he, a thing in higher in major, you know, like in king kingdoms, aristocracies, aristocracies. Yeah, that, that in the yeah, past, that sounds right? Yeah, I definitely think that even like uh, if you go back far enough with the uh, royal family in Britain right now, like there's incest there. So yeah. Yeah, not not defending that at all, by the way. Not. No, I, I think from a historical standpoint, both mm-hmm. in the show and in real world, mm-hmm. the the royalty aspect of it would be inbred. Like I, right, I feel and that like, was just a thing that happened to keep the bloodline pure. Yes, and that leads me to my next question. Oh, what you tell? Do you think she's going to have a baby? Or do you think she's going to be oh, pregnant absolutely. in the next season? Okay. I think there is going to be a baby. I think she's going to have it, and that's going to be the king, and that's going to be the end. Okay. Yeah, they definitely said so much in the last season. I can't have a child. I'm never going to have a child. Like They laid into it so much that she could never yep. have a child. That That's definitely what's going to happen. So Right. Like They have to. Or like... I don't know. Or do you think they'll like become like the ruler of everything in like episode three? And then someone's like, yeah, but you can't have kids. So we need someone else after you. And then that becomes like, a no, nah, that's too much. That'd be too, yeah. too much. I, I definitely think she's going to be pregnant, which may, will make fighting this battle interesting. Absolutely. Because it's not just her on the line now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we haven't talked much about Tyrion. I love Tyrion. Yeah, Tyrion's my Tyr, Tyrion is the best. Um, he, I don't think he's going to survive. I don't think he is either. I think he's going to last longer than we think he is. Sure. Like he's. De- I think. I think most of the people will make it past the Battle of Winterfell. Okay. I hope. I could be wrong. <laughs> right. There's a chance well, that there's a chance that everyone in Winterfell dies that weekend, and then the rest of the show is just Cersei fighting off the White Walkers. Oh, I would hate that. I would too. But All right, you never is, know. Is Cersei going to get any kind of a redemption arc? Because she's no. like the only person in the series that hasn't had anything close to that. I don't think she does. No? No, I think I think you're supposed to feel bad for her with her kids dying. But yeah. like her last son, like that was on her. Like that's Oh, not, of course it was. Um, do you think she's actually pregnant? Yes. Yes, do? I do. Okay. I think she is. I think I think it was as shitty a move as when the lady in Gone Girl was pregnant. For those of you who have seen that movie, I like I think it that. was a oh uh, well, I think it was a shitty power play. But I think she's genuinely pregnant. I see. Going into the my rewatch, I was like, she's not actually pregnant. And then that yeah. scene with her and Tyrion in the, in the finale, where he's like, "You're pregnant," yeah. I was like, "Oh fuck, she is, isn't she?" Like the fact right, that and he like was, Tyrion knows the fact that he was able to predict it and see it, like. Mm-hmm. I don't I when it comes to like worlds like this I'm a big believer in prophecies and the fact that yeah the three children will all your children will all die and you'll have three 
Yeah. Like, I don't see this child living. I don't see her living to give birth to this child. Oh. Um, but interesting. Or the child will live and she dies. That would also be a weird twist. Cause then what do they do with it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm on board. How much time do you think the season's going to cover? I think there's going to be a time jump. I was thinking about that on the way over. I think there's going to be a time jump. I think they're going to follow like the immediate consequences for three episodes. And then after three episodes, it's going to fast forward to a couple of years later. I'll have and to we're going to see the world in some sort of weird state. I'll have to do some research. Um, okay. But because I don't know if this, well, this has happened on another show yet or not. There's a TV journalist that I follow called, named Michael Osiello who does mm-hmm. a thing called blind items. Well, he will reveal a twist of a show and give you like vague details on what happens. Yeah. But not tell you what show it is until it airs. No shit. And a few months ago, he posted one about a show doing a 30 year time jump. Whoa. And I don't know if the show has been revealed yet. It hold on. I need to pause the show and look this up. Okay, so never mind on that. Uh, that one was revealed <laughs> to be the affair with Anna Paquin. Um, oh. But there's another one here that might be Game of Thrones related. It's um, this shocking pregnancy is sure to give fans pause. Rumor is a wildly popular Emmy, Emmy winning series on a premium cable network is plotting a pregnancy twist that promises to be surprising is an understatement. The plan is for the character's baby bump to be revealed when the show in question makes its anticipated return in 2019. Suffices to oh, say, the show. Suffices to say that this unlikely pregnancy will have more than a few implications, both dramatic and darkly comedic. That's where they lose me on Game of Thrones. No, it's going to be darkly comedic. It's going to be the weird Leia, Leia kisses her brother thing. Yeah. It's going to be like, um, you're my aunt. What? Oh, and you're probably making an immediate assumption about the identity of the baby daddy, but you know what they say about people who assume, right? Yeah. Like in the comments of this, this article, a lot of people are saying game of Thrones. Like that's the first one. But, but if it's not who we think it is, so it's not going to be John's baby. Cause that's the most obvious one. Yeah. I mean, unless you fuck Tyrion too. He did look longingly at their room while they were doing it. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that, that's the weirdest part of that whole scene. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like Tyrion, come on. Like my my wife watched the show for a little bit, like the first yeah. season and maybe a little bit of two, and then read some of the books, but she just doesn't care anymore. Yeah. But as I was doing my rewatch last night, she she was in the room mm-hmm. and she was watching them walk through the snow. I was like, Do you understand what's going on? She's like, Yeah, they're walking dramatically for no reason at all. I was like, oh, you think that's great? Wait, wait until John and Danny have sex and Tyrion just looks at the door like sad. She's like, wait, is that something that really happens? Like, yeah, it is. <laughs> that totally, totally is. happens. Um Yeah, I I don't know. It could be Game of Thrones, it could not be. I'll probably I might end yeah. up cutting all this out. I don't know. Sure, whatever. I mean, uh, I think it's at least interesting. Like, I think it's a cool thing that might happen, and like it's a cool TV prediction. I think it's just as valid, if not more, than the the Forbes magazine ones, honestly. Yeah. Um, okay, before we wrap this up, we need to talk a little uh-huh. bit about some of the press that's been going on for Game of Thrones. 
Great, because I don't know any of it. Okay. Um, well, they had the premiere this week. Have you seen any of the pictures from that? No, no, I haven't. I also no. Everyone was there. Um, the cast from the last season was there. Jason Aww. Momoa came back. Um, wow. Charles Dance, who played Tywin Lannister, came back. Joffrey was there. Hey. Like Sean Bean showed up. Like everyone was there. I'll oh, send, I love that. I'll send you a link to some of the photos. But they had their big premiere. Cersei wasn't there. She was sick and couldn't Weird. travel to New York. Um, sure. Because if I if I was a Game of Thrones fan and Cersei wasn't at an event she was supposed to be, I'd I'd hesitate on going to said event. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> um, oh no. But so that happened this week. Um, Jason Momoa opened up, I think on the red carpet about Amelia Clark's health scares. Have you heard about about that? I read that article. That was heartbreaking. I didn't know any of that. And, um, Jason Momoa was there for all of it. So he talked about how scary it was for him, like not knowing what was going to happen to his co-star. Cause Mm -hmm. they, they've been close since he left the show. Like he's gone back for like the rap parties and stuff just to be part of it. Like he's still part of the show, even though he died in the first season. Right. Um, Jason Momoa just seems awesome. He does. He seems like a cool guy. But I'm glad that she, like, her health is doing better. Like, I'm glad yeah. she's okay. Like, that would be, like, that would have changed the show completely if she wasn't. Yeah, for anyone listening right. that doesn't know, like, read that because it's harrowing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think she posted it on her Instagram. Like, go check out Amelia okay. Clark's Instagram. She she tells her whole idea, her, her whole story about her brain aneurysms and all of that. Yeah, it's um, multiple. Yeah. Um, and then Kit Harrington hosted SNL this weekend. And I missed it. I got to watch you, it. Did you watch any of the clips that I sent you? No, I'm going to watch it as soon as I'm going to watch the whole thing. As soon as this, pod, okay. this podcast over. Um, there's some game of Thrones cameos in the, in the oh, monologue. no way. Um, cause I, one of the best monologues that they can do on SNL is, uh, where he, the host takes questions from the audience. Oh, cool. They, they do that at one, like once a season. And I think the last time they did it was uh, Tina Fey last year. And like Jerry Seinfeld, oh, really? Jerry Seinfeld was in the audience and Donald Glover, who had hosted like two weeks before. He's like, hey, uh, I think I left my hat here. Was it in your, was it in your dressing room? Ah. But um, so they I did that. that. They did a parody of like different spinoffs of Game of Thrones. Uh, there's, there's one really good one. I won't spoil for you. Um, but okay. go, go check that out. Uh, I was watching it on Snapchat of all places. Uh, Snapchat Neat. SNL has like really laid into Snapchat. Like you can watch all of weekend update and they have it edited for Snapchat. So like the, the over the shoulder boxes that they usually have are yeah. just above them because it's vertical. Oh, so weird. Yeah, it is weird. But I was like, why am I watching this? Like as a videographer, this like is against everything that I I love and cherish. Should um, kill me. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of like press going on right now. No one's saying anything about what's going going to happen. Good. Um, there's also a lot of merchandising out there right now. Um, oh yeah. There's Game of Thrones Oreos. What? Yeah. We the, oh. the Oreos have the sigils on them. Yes. For each house. Um, there's going to be Game of Thrones Mountain Dew with the cans when they're All cold. Right. Like one can when it's cold will give you Arya's list with names crossed That's off awesome. of it. Um, and of course, there's alcohol, which I like to partake in. 
Oh yeah, there's a uh, there's one by me. There's a, a Game of Thrones. I think it's a whiskey tasting. Oh really? Oh, yeah, I want to do it in the worst way. Yeah, I've had the Johnny White Walker that they came it out was good. with. It is good. Uh, I am saving some of it for the premiere. Good. Uh, and then I bought the. Um, I've tried most of the beers that they've come out with, mm-hmm. like these giant bottles of beer. Uh, yeah. I had the Queen of Seven Kingdoms, so the Cersei <laughs> beer. I had the King of the North, the Jon Snow beer, which I was not a fan of. Oh, but, no. Why? What kind was it? Uh, it was an ale, I think. I'm not a huge ale fan. Oh, I love ales. I'd like that one. It wasn't a good ale. Chad, Chad didn't Uh-oh. like it either. Oh, Chad likes ale. Okay. Yeah. Like, I think it was an ale. I don't know. And then I had the Mother of Dragons, which is fantastic. What kind was that? Uh, hold on. I will check. I have it in the other room. Uh, it was a smoked porter and kike ale blend. Smoked porter had me. I like yeah. smoked things generally, like smoked almonds, smoked salmon. Like, let's, I'm ready for that beer. I want that. And there's another one too that's um, the Hand of the Queen beer, which is the Tyrion beer, yeah. which I have not been able to find yet. Oh, that's the one I want. Yeah. All right. This is going to be my mission is I'm going to find a Game of Thrones beer by next week and i'm gonna oh there's a box set their website has a beer finder for those of you who are really interested in finding this beer uh it has a beer finder so you can like search within so many miles of you according to this there's no game of thrones beer within 100 miles of me damn that is so incredibly sad what was the one the daenerys beer uh mother dragons mother of dragons yes oh shit that's around me all right i'm buying that yeah, that one's good. And I if you can get it, if, buy that if, if you like scotch, I definitely recommend the Johnny White Walker. Good, I will. I um, and freeze the bottle because it it has a message. Oh yay! That's exciting. Okay, so uh, we're going to try to do these episodes right after the episodes air, if not yep. the next morning. Yeah. Um, and we'll get them out early Monday, Tuesday at the latest. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's plenty of. I'm excited for the last season. Um, I can't wait. Mostly we're doing this so I have somebody to talk to about it. Um, <laughs> well, me too, because nobody in my house watches it. Yeah. So um, Ryan will still be around for regular episodes. So yeah. to his mom who's listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he'll be back. Um, but yeah, so we'll be back next week talking about the premiere. Um Hopefully, no. What? Hopefully, week, hopefully right? people survive the premiere at least. So, <sighs> yeah, I can't believe it's so close. Yeah, it's a week away, and oh, then man. Uh, it's just—it's gonna. I'm excited. It's gonna go thoroughly. It's gonna go fast, but then we have the two-hour documentary about the last season. What? Oh yeah, they're doing a doc. They're the week after the finale. They are doing yeah. a document. They're airing a documentary on the making of Game of Thrones. Oh, well, that's awesome. Yeah. So you you get a bonus episode pretty much. Like you don't have to wait for the DVD set to come out. You're getting this documentary. Yeah. Okay. So I'm excited about that too then. So, um, yeah. All right. So for you have to watch this Game of Thrones edition, I am Alan. And I'm Devin. And uh, Lannister always pays their debts.